on today's episode of the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast. We're going to be going over the results of NXT. Kevin Patrick no longer on commentary. TKO Group names a member of Board of Directors. Kenny Omega Health Update. AEW contemplating a streaming show. Raw has found a new home. TNA TV deal on a major network. Well, we also have This Day in History. And, and our follow shout out. Yes. So get on your ring gear. Get on, lace up your boots. Step through the ropes. And ref, ring the bell. set for at least one hour. Introducing your hosts from Fort Worth, Texas at a total combined weight of 430 pounds. Kevin and Chris Newell, the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling fans, well, welcome to the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Kevin. And I'm Chris. And we are one of the father and son tag teams in professional wrestling of podcasts. Uh, just got done uh, watching NXT tonight. Um, developing stories that are coming through. I mean, we've got issues still going on with Trick Mellow. Uh, apparently, it's gang warfare between OTM and the D'Angelo family and um, contracts are signed for Vengeance Day between Lyra Valkyra and Roxanne Perez. So let's not uh, beat about the bush any further. Let's go ahead and let's get into it. NXT. All right. So uh, right off the bat, NXT wanted to go ahead and get the semi-final round for the Dusty Dusty Rhodes Classic Tag Team Tournament. Uh, we had Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin teaming up yet again, taking on Nathan Frazier and Axiom. Uh, Axiom and Nathan immediately had attacked uh, before the bell. And, uh, of course, you had uh, Baron Corbin pinning for, uh, Nathan Frazier for the win and continuing and advancing in the tournament this leaves both braun and baron undefeated at 2-0 uh both nathan frazier and axiom at one loss one win one loss uh what had completely won the match was braun breaker definitely delivering a spear to uh nathan frazier and it was one that i felt just watching it my ribs hurt it still hurt uh, immediately afterward, we had um, Dragunov being interviewed, and uh, Josh Briggs interrupts him immediately, and uh, Briggs challenges Dragunov to a match for his NXT title, but immediately right after that, Trick Williams comes out 
and says he wants Dragunov to be 100% come Vengeance Day. That way, Dragunov doesn't have any excuses on losing. Then it um, cuts to new NXT uh, member, uh, Ren Sinclair. She was a part of the Women's Battle Royal last week and had eliminated Lash Legend. Well, Lash Legend wants revenge to, uh, wanted revenge tonight and got a one-on-one -on -one match with Ren Sinclair. But before then, she was kind of psyching herself up ready for this match and her singles uh, NXT in-ring debut when uh, Fallon came in and uh, just gave her words of encouragement. And next up was the match. Chris? we had the Ron Sinclair versus uh, Lash Legend match, right? Yep. We had uh, one point well, they went to commercial break and when they got back they were they had William Regal. He he's back with WWE now it looks like. And NXT former NXT general manager too. And uh, he was kind of welcoming Ava Rain as the new NXT uh, general ma manager and WWE's youngest general manager as well so now you have Adam Pierce on Raw Ava on NXT and Nick Aldis on Smackdown we have our general managers established now yep and uh, after that they went back to the match where you did you of course had interference and numbers game coming from metaphor which helped them get the pinfall, uh, pinfall victory for Lash Legend. Ren Sinclair is 0-2, and, and Legend is, looks like, 1-1. One one. Hmm. Okay. After that, Metaphor was about to jump when uh, Fallon Henley came out to help. Then they cut to a promo of OTM attacking the D'Angelo family's restaurant. That was then followed by a backstage segment where you had Electra Lopez kind of looking for Lola Vice. Yeah, she kind she came into uh, the performance center just stomping around looking for her. Probably mad from what happened uh, last week. Definitely mad at what happened last week. She wants to, she wanted answers. Then after that, you had a match between Dijak and Joe Gacy, which got canceled. So, well, they kind of they kind of canceled each other out. Because I think it was Gacy that just went on ahead and attacked Dijak during his entrance. Yeah. I say it got canceled, but it never started. So it wasn't really considered a match then. Yeah. Uh, in fact, in the notes, we wrote it down as no match. So, uh, see. yeah, Gacy attacking before the bell, Dijak kicking. Gacy got kicked through a wall. Pretty much. And both went through the commentary table. Yeah, I believe Dijak was going for a choke slam, and after he choke slammed Gacy, he just kind of collapsed too and right onto the table, and they didn't well, work out so well. Nope. Uh, then you had Ariana Grace practicing her speech, and then Electra still looking for Lola. Uh, here. All right. Thing. The paper. So then uh, you had <clears throat> Stone, uh, who is Von Wagner's, I guess, manager, 
uh, just wanted to help him train because he was recovering still from that head wound, but he's fully recovered now by the looks of it. Apparently, <clears throat> Von Wagner was training for the Heritage Cup and once Nam Dar's Heritage Cup. Immediately following after that, we had Lexus King taking on Trey Bearhill, uh, which was a really fast match, if you ask me. Uh, Lexus King winning by pinfall and um, making his record uh, 1-0 and uh, Trey Bearhill's record 0-2. Next backstage, you had uh, Trick Williams and uh, Carmelo Hayes. They were discussing about how... Um, Carmelo Hayes was basically bringing it to uh, Trick Williams' attention. Hey, all that Dragunov is doing is pretty much just setting you up for failure. You know, he's just tricking you. Don't fall for it and everything. And Trick Williams is like, yeah, I, I don't believe you. Da, 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 da. Well, next you had the Supernova hosted by, of course, Nam Dar and Oro Mensa, who is his co-host. They had uh, Lola Vice on, and uh, before they got started, Nam Dar said he doesn't think that Von Wagner poses a threat, to be honest, and then insulted both Von Wagner and Stones' kids, which is like, why get making it personal? Why bring the kids into it? Uh, well, then Lola calls uh, came out and just basically said that Electra Lopez was a leech and a dead weight so she had to get rid of the dead weight uh, she had no regrets for what she did last week in eliminating Electra Lopez from the battle royal but as she was trash talking out comes Electra and saying that she has put more hard work and uh, put a lot of hard work into being into NXT. I mean, she got high praise from Santos Escobar when she was a part of uh, Legado del Fantasma. Which, I think if Elektra jumps to SmackDown, she's going to go there. Uh, she then went on ahead and called Lola a wannabe MMA fighter and was only famous for her Instagram post of her in her bathing suit on the beach. Uh, immediately right after, uh, they got into a got into a big huge fight, spilled all over the ring and then out into the ring. Uh, the next was the D'Angelo family, and it was filmed what looks to be in an SUV, and they were on their way to the performance center, uh, basically gunning it for OTM. Uh, then the next match we had, it was Dragon Lee versus Scripps being accompanied by o, uh, OTM. Uh, and um, before the match even started, uh, you had Chase uh, backstage. You had Chase U. It looks like um, the, the, I guess it was a collections or whatever. They came and collected all of Chase U's stuff, including... Um, Duke Hudson's trophy that he's been carrying around. They collected that too. Uh, or repossessed in a way. Uh, and then Riley Osborne just saying, just leaving Chase U, basically telling Andre Chase, I always wanted to come to Chase U, and now that I finally get here, it's all falling apart. Um, I'm leaving. And da, 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 da. Um, well, back to the Dragon Lee scripts match. You had. Uh, 
Abba Femi? Oba Femi. Yeah. Oba Femi. The uh, current uh, North American champion overwatching this match. And, of course, towards the end of the match, he had the... Or, he had the D'Angelo family just come right on out and made a beeline for OTM, and it was gang warfare. Um, but Dragon Lee managed to pick up the win by pinfall, and Dragon Lee's record is now 2-1, and, and Scripps' record is 1-1. One one. Immediately following the match, Oba had went on ahead and told Dragon Lee that he's made his decision. Come Vengeance Day, he'll be seeing Dragon Lee for the... North American Championship. So he's granting Dragon Lee his rematch. Alright. You had a odd backstage segment that had that was happening between the tag team that lost uh, the uh, tournament last week, I believe. Uh, you had Malik Blade and Edris Enofe. Or Enof? I'm not 100% sure. But they, they were not understanding how or why they lost and you had Brinley Reese trying to help them uh, with positivity or at least she was positive while she was doing it oh definitely that woman is uh, way too much if you ask me yeah uh, having them write down what they did and did not like about the match yeah five things they liked and five things they didn't like and immediately not- right after that she chopped uh I don't know if it was, uh, it was, it was, she chopped Edris, and, uh, his reaction to it was just so dang funny. Uh, still not sure how writing down five things you did and didn't like is gonna help, but... Never know. It may improve, though. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Then you had a match between Blair Davenport and Carmen Petrovic, or Petrovic. Uh, Still can't understand why she came to a match with the sword and started doing ninja moves, but that's neither here nor there. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. You had at, they went to break, and when they got back, you had Lyra Valkyria studying and Tatum actually coming in. That I think that was her tag partner last week talking about their tag match and oh you had uh you had Lyra Lyra talking about how it's not she doesn't think it's gonna work out it was only a one time deal yeah uh see then after that they cut to the match and oh well another thing about the backstage is looked like uh Paxley might have maybe gotten the wrong idea about what Valkyria was thinking. Yeah, the look on her about. face was like, okay. One of those kind of things. Yeah. Then they then they got back to the match. There was a stomp, uh, stomp on the back of Petrovich. And Davenport, again with the stomp, was targeting the back. Yeah. Which I guess helped because... Blair got the victory by pinfall, making her 1-2, and two, and Petrovic um, is 0-1. Hmm. Then you had an interview with Rich Holland talking about last week. and uh, Oh, how he got jumped by Gallus and no one came out to help him. Yeah. See, he wanted to 
he was basically saying, um, if I remember right, the reason why he just wanted to step away from the Brawling Brutes was to, I guess, find himself. You know, he didn't want to be a part of a team anymore. He just wanted to be by himself and see how he does by himself, basically. Yeah. Then you had uh, Josh Briggs against Trick Williams. Where, uh, see, at one point, you had Dragunov at commentary for that. So, at one point, Briggs accidentally took him out. And uh, you had Dragunov trying to step in the ring, but Mello pulled him out. And uh, the pinfall, if I remember right, was won by Trick Williams. Yes. Making him 3-0. and oh. Undefeated. Not bad. And Josh Briggs is 1-1. One and one. After that victory, he was kind of mad, though. Yeah, he, he shoved Carmelo Hayes because Carmelo Hayes came out when Dragunov was trying to jump into the ring to go after Briggs. He wasn't going after Trick uh, Williams. And uh, at one point, Trick just shoved Mello, and it was like... He was really frustrated. He's like, man, leave me alone. Seems like anytime I have a match, you come out here. That's basically what he was probably telling Carmelo because, I mean, it's true. If you noticed any match, singles match that Trick Williams had had here the past couple of weeks, out comes Carmelo Hayes just for the assist. Just trying to sort of inject himself into that match. Yeah. He's been like that ever since he lost the title. Maybe he's trying to get tension or something. There. Oh, no, there was still some stuff on the other paper. Oh, uh, yeah, you had... Uh, backstage, you had two segments. One of them, uh, Lexus King was trying to put the moves on uh, Thea Hale. But uh, Riley Osborne came up and acted as a gentleman. And uh, I'm... Th- I'm feeling that uh, we may have a match between Alexis King, uh, I'm sorry, Lexus King and uh, Riley Osborne next week. Uh, then also backstage you had uh, Mello and Trick Williams arguing about, you know, exactly what had happened. He's like, man, I told you, I don't need anyone's help. I want to do this on my own. And Carmelo kept saying, well, what, I understand and I respect that. But you also need to focus on the the tournament that we're a part of next week. We're fi- we're battling it out for the finals, you know. And Carmelo Hayes is both right and wrong. Anyway, we had uh, we went straight to the contract signing between uh, Lyra Valkyria and Roxanne Hart. Uh, not Roxanne Hart. Roxanne Perez. Um, it was just odd and a different feeling of seeing Ava now the general manager of NXT but she was running the things and uh, both in the beginning both competitors showing respect to one another and it then it got right down and to the nitty gritty uh, Roxanne Perez saying after she lost her championship and from I believe it was a concussion or something that put her out of commission for a little bit and lost the t- uh, title she had to work hard to get back up to getting that title and this is her shot um 
And she kept, and she then she also mentioned it was a title that she never lost to begin with. She had to forfeit the title. Lyra had went on ahead and said that Roxanne had a great run as champion, but now that she has been champion, she has surpassed Roxanne. But then uh, Roxanne then immediately then her rebuttal was saying that after you lose, are you going to be able to build yourself up like I did? And then after that, Ava was able to break up this the animosity and left the ring. After a good handshake between the two of them, uh, Lyra was making her way out of the ring, but out rolls Tatum Paxley and attacks and slam and just power bombs uh, Roxanne through a table. This makes Lyra snap at Tatum, like. What are you doing? I told you to stay away from me. And da 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 da. And she, then Lyra is trying to help Roxanne. And Roxanne is just pushing Lyra away so aggressively that uh, Roxanne's now going to be taking this personally. And she's going to blame Lyra Valkyria for wh- uh, what happened to her tonight. So we got one week away. It'll be this upcoming Sunday for Vengeance Day. So this weekend, this Saturday, we got Royal Rumble. And the next week, we've got Vengeance Day coming up for NXT. All right. Other than that, a thrilling good show. What stood out to you the most on that show? I think uh, stuff is... look. I I remember I was over here trying to sort of predict what was going on with uh, Trick and Mellow. Mm -hmm. And I was saying that Imagine what would happen if, say, they, of course, they have that tag thing, right? Right. So they they win the their next round in the Dusty Cup, mm-hmm. and then they go to the pay-per-view. Right. And then they lose the, the challenge for the, the cup. Right. But, but then Trick goes and wins the main belt. I see what you're saying. Mello's not going to like that, and that's going to kind of divide them further, Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I think with what Mello is trying to do on SmackDown right now, um, it seems that they're trying to get him to be on the active roster. So he may be exiting NXT here pretty soon, to be honest with you. But I do like your thought on that. That's that's very spot on. All right, well, we're going to a what is considered a short day in pro wrestling history. Today in pro wrestling history. Well, this would probably be a part of the birthday segments, but I'm not counting it as such. In 1984, Hulkamania was born on this day in history when Hulk Hogan defeated the Iron Sheik in Madison Square Garden for his first WWE Championship win. After that win, Hulk Hogan would carry that title for four years. He would lose that title uh, in 1988 during a Saturday night uh, main event uh, show and lost it to Andre the Giant. That's how he. That's how his t- first title reign ended. But he held on to that title for four years. Roman is working on his fourth year right now. So, who's to say what happens? All right, continuing on, 
Also on this day, on Monday Night Raw, Smoking Guns defeated 123Kid and Bob Hawley to win back their WWE Tag Team Championship. In 1996, WCW presented Clash of Champions 20, uh, sorry, 32. It took place in Las Vegas. And the main event, you had Ric Flair taking on the Giant. Oh, the Ric Flair and the Giant defeating Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage. On the stand history, 24 years ago at the 2000 WWE Royal Rumble, uh, happened at Madison Square Garden with The Rock winning the main event Rumble match. Triple H had beat Cactus Jack to retain his WWE Championship in a street fight. Chris Jericho was declared the sole Intercontinental Champion after a triple threat match. Uh, he had beat... Um, co-champion China and Hardcore Holly. Hardy Boys defeated the Dudley Boys in their first ever tables match and it was also uh, the first tables match to uh, be on a WWE pay-per-view. Um, and another first, you had Taz make his WWE debut and had a match against Kurt Angle. And uh, Kurt Angle lost that match, and it was his first in his pro uh, professional wrestling career. Uh, in And finally, in this day in history, in 2003, the final of Tough Enough 3 was aired with Matt uh, Copatelli and John H uh, Hennigan declared the winners. Now, John Hennigan went on to become uh, Johnny Wrestling, uh, not Johnny Wrestling, Johnny TV. Wait, what happened to uh, Johnny Impact? Johnny Impact. Uh, and then Johnny VIP because he won the uh, uh, VIP wrestling. That's a local promotion here in Dallas-Fort Worth. He's um, the VIP champion down here. <clears throat> he was also Johnny Lib uh, Lucha. Uh, I mean, he's... Any wrestling... He's a part of. You just put Johnny and whatever the name. Johnny of it is. and then where he's at. Yeah. All right. This day, um, on this day, we're celebrating a few birthdays here. You have uh, Alex Silva, a Canadian wrestler, known for his time in um, Impact Wrestling. He's celebrating his 33rd birthday today he made his ww uh, i'm sorry his professional wrestling debut in 2004 next up we have a commentator for aew i believe collision or rampage nigel mcginnis uh he is celebrating his 48th birthday today uh he debuted in uh september of 1999 has yet to retire uh, next, we have Black Rose uh, celebrating their 42nd birthday today. They debuted in professional wrestling in 2003. Uh, then, of course, you have the late female Canadian female wrestler Vivian Vachon. Uh, she was a member of the famous Vachon family and uh, was the aunt of Luna Vachon sister of um, I believe sister of Mad Dog Vachon uh, she 
was born on this day in 1951, sadly, tragically passed away in a car accident at the age of 40. She had debuted in professional wrestling in 1968 and retired in 1986. And finally, to close out the birthdays, you had Giant Baba. What? Giant Baba. Uh, was the gi- uh, best known in professional wrestling in Japan. Uh, he was also a promoter and a professional baseball player as well for J- in Japan. He, had, uh, he was the co-founder of All Japan Pro Wrestling. He uh, would have celebrated his birthday today, but sadly had passed away at the age of 61 in uh, January 31st, 1999, due to complications of a losing battle of colon cancer. He had debuted in professional wrestling on September 30th, 1960. All right. Well, uh... I know we kind of went through the results real quick, but we didn't name Match of the Night. That's probably why we went through it quick. Well, um, with all the matches, what do you think would be Match of the Night? I kind of forgot about Match of the Night. That's okay. Um, Honestly, I want to say definitely... I want to, I want to say the Dragon Lee and Scripps match because it had quite a lot of action in that match. Uh, you had the definitely the Spanish Fly from the top rope. Um, I mean, there was a lot that happened in that match despite the interference and you know D'Angelo family attacking OTM, but you had great aerial stunts by both dra- from both Dragon Lee and from Scripps. So, um, I know I should have turned the music on. Match of the night. So, our match of the night tonight from NXT is going to be uh, Dragon Lee taking on Scripps. That is the (laughs) shortest time we will ever do that segment. Okay. That's um, a record for our shortest match of the night segment this far. Thus far. Thus so far. far. Thus far. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Well, now it's time. So far. So far. Now it's time for uh, Cross Promos Pro Wrestling News. Today in Pro Wrestling News. All right, Chris, you've got something that's coming out of the WWE slash TKO thing. Yeah. Uh, you had them appointing uh, The Rock or Dwayne Johnson to their board of directors uh, starting today. Hmm. Where, uh, let's see. A lot of the stuff here is just kind of talking about how he's, he, what experience he brings, like uh, the stuff with his, that he ran with his businesses, the yeah. Seven Bucks Productions, Terramana, Tequila. Yeah, his Tequila and uh, Zoa Energy. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, by the way. Recommend the Tropical Punch. Is, is, it, is it red? Mm, a bit red, yeah. That makes sense. Red stuff tastes good. Mm. Uh, what's Project Rock? 
Project Rock, that is his line uh, of Under Armour products, uh, athletic wear, shoes, gym equipment, or gym clothes, stuff like that. Uh, and then uh, some stuff he's done with some football leagues, like the Spring Football League. Yes. And the UFL, or United Football League. Yeah, it's uh, he combined the USFL and the XFL merged and became the UFL, United Football League. Uh, there's also a quote from uh, both The Rock and Vince Mann. Vince yeah. McMahon? Yeah. Oh. Said the name wrong. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, he said, uh, Vince said, quote, Very few people on the planet understand the convergence of sports, entertainment, med- media, and business like, the, like Rock. We are proud to have him join the TKO board to help our company to new heights, end quote. Then you had a quote from The Rock, quote, my, gra- my grandfather, High Chief Peter Maivia, and my dad, Rocky Solman Johnson, would never thought this day would come, which is why I'm very humbled to have a seat at the table. table. Uh, th- that's what he meant. It is? If that's what he meant, that's a big disappointment. Because he's... he's Think about it. He's in yeah. sitting at the board of directors table. Head of a different table. Wow. The realization of that just hitting my brain right now. Yeah. Wow. So he's not going to face Roman. Anytime soon. Maybe not. Uh, wow. Let's see. I lost my spot. Oh. Uh, let's see the table that has decades of history and family legacy for me. A table that my family helped to build, being on the TKO board of directors and taking full ownership of my name, The Rock, is not only unprecedented, but incredibly inspiring as my crazy life is coming full circle. At my core, I'm a builder who builds for and serves the people. And Ari is building something truly game-changing. I'm very motivated to help continue globally, to continue, uh, to help to continue to globally expand our TKO, WWE, and UFC businesses as as the worldwide leaders in sports and entertainment. While plot... Proudly presenting or representing so many phenomenal athletes and performers who show up every day putting in the hard work with their own two hands to make their dreams come true and deliver for our audiences. I've been there, I'm still there, and this is for them, end quote. And then you had Ariel Emanuel, the CEO of TKO. He, he was saying that he was thrilled to partner with The Rock and that he welcomes him. Hmm. Uh, then on the whole The Rock owning having ownership of his name, basically they had a uh, agreement with The Rock that kind of helps him with or provides him with uh, licensing, promotional, and other services as wow. well as a which also included a intellectual property uh, agreement 
where he now has ownership of the trademark name, uh, well, The Rock, which he got from his father, uh, Rocky Johnson, who is a WWE Hall of Famer. Yes. Wow, that was a big article for you. Okay. Luckily, I didn't mess up as much on the quotes. <laughs> well, uh, this will come as a shock to everybody. This was, uh, I believe this was made, announcement was made earlier this morning. Uh, WWE has decided uh, to remove Kevin Patrick uh, from the commentary table at SmackDown. So that means right now, Corey Graves is by himself until further notice, until we've until there's a proper replacement. More than likely, they're going to put Michael Cole there until a replacement is found. Uh, now, Kevin We're Pat- have the Rock on commentary. Oh God, he's Kevin- going to be head of that table. <laughs> Kevin Patrick joined WWE in March of 2021. Uh, initially, he was just a backstage interviewer. Uh, then, on October of 2022 took the role of the lead announcer for both Raw and SmackDown. Now the executives have made the decision, have made the final decision to remove Kevin Patrick from Smack the SmackDown commentary team. Uh, the, the decision appeared to be somewhat last minute. Hang on, phone is acting up here. Okay. Uh, it remains uncertain right now whether uh, WWE is going to find another role for Kevin Patrick to play, whether it be a show on the Peacock, on Peacock or whatever. Uh, it's not clear on who's going to replace him either. Um, reports are suggesting that WWE management has been interested in keeping the current Raw commentary team of Michael Cole and Wade Barrett uh, together due to their established chemistry. So Michael Cole not leaving Raw and Wade Barrett not leaving Raw. So they're going to have to find a, a suitable replacement for Kevin Patrick as to why um, they executives simply just said uh, that they may not have, it may not have been an ideal fit for the role. All right. Uh, you got some news coming. Uh, hang on here. Um, Chris, what are your thoughts on that about Kevin Patrick just being booted from the commentary table? I thought we would at least hear like rumors of it or something first, but this is just kind of all of a sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden. So um, we may not see him. We may see him for the last time to, on Friday as, at the commentary table. Or last week was his last time on SmackDown. All right. Well, Chris, you got news coming out of AEW. Uh, let's see. You had uh, someone from Wrestling Observer, Andrew Zarian, I think is how it's, that's pronounced. He took to Twitter uh put out some interest some news about uh, some rumored new direction of AEW uh which is funny cuz this was also during the same time of the whole uh raw netflix thing uh raw netflix thing that's what we're calling it from now on raw netflix raw netflix thing okay uh 
Let's see. Which I also think you had news on. Or did you already talk about that? No, not yet. Uh, that is the big news. I'm saving that one for last. Uh, let's see. He's, he said that a sort of close source had told him th- what AEW was doing uh, and how they were becoming like a uh, cable slash streaming hybrid show. Hmm. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then there was a quote uh says, since, since we're on the topic of TV and streaming rights, a source mentioned to me that that is very possible for AEW to become a cable slash streaming hybrid show, much like how the NBA's simulu simulcasts simulcast simulcasts on TNT and Max. End quote. Big advanced scary word. <laughs> okay. A lot, a lot's going on when it comes to trying to find a uh, a TV home nowadays with most uh, promotions. Um, let's see here. So, uh, just giving a there is a uh, health update for uh, Kenny Omega, the cleaner. Uh, now, if you all rem- if you all remember, he had to uh, he had been sidelined due to uh, diverticulitis. Uh, if you don't know what it is, please uh, just Google it. Don't got enough time to explain the disease d- to explain what diverticulitis is. Is it bad? Uh, pretty bad. Um, he had a fifty percent chance of death due to his severe illness. Uh, yeah, that sounds pretty bad. He's um. And he's out of action until this uh, whole thing is fixed by surgery. Uh, His recent treatment, uh, Brian Alvarez of uh, Wrestling Observer Live had reported that uh, his uh, Omega's recent treatment included antibiotic treatments, which seem to be effective as of right now. Uh, Surgery is still a possibility, though. Um, And uh, Kenny Omega's got a high optimism for recovery. Okay. Give me a second here. All right. Chris, you've got news coming out of TNA. Hang on. And it turns out uh, Impact, uh, they're changing their name back to TNA now. That happened. It did? Yes. I guess it did. Okay. Go ahead, Chris. Let's see, uh, Santel- Santino, Santino, Morella, Santino, Santino, Morella. Kind of long day, <laughs> so the, yeah, I understand the go-to thing we bring up here. Uh, said something about TNA being on on course to securing uh some kind a big TV deal, perhaps sometime in the future. Probably, anyway. Uh, he he talked about this during um, where he showed up on Busted Open Radio. Uh, part of that quote got cut off. Huh. Uh, let's see. 
he basically just talking about how the way people consume the product is changing. Oh, definitely. Uh, Everyone's wanting to go to streaming services now. I mean, it's probably better than cable. Yeah. To a certain extent, it is. Let's see. There's something about still needing a big stamp of approval from a TV network. Uh, it's the only missing piece, but they're working on it. Hmm. Uh, and once they get on a channel that ev- everyone can see, that's when they're going to. That's when they're going to change over. And get on the big network. There's another quote. Uh, qu- this one I am I can quote directly because I can see all of it. Uh, quote, I'm very confident it's going to happen. Everyone is confident it's going to happen. If you want to be part of it when it happens, not a week later, you got to be there during that, that moment. Uh, he was talking about the importance uh of kind of being there and being involved right. before uh, all that happens and they kind of switch over, comparing it to sort of stock in a company before it goes big. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, so... Uh, big news that has happened today, and it's the biggest one of all. WWE, TKO, and Netflix have announced a long-term partnership that will bring uh, WWE's flagship weekly show, Raw, uh, to Netflix. Um, now, this will all start next year in January of 2025. They will be exclusive the exclusive new home for Monday Night Raw in the U.S., Canada, United Kingdom, and Latin America, among other territories with additional countries and regions to be added over time. Uh, Netflix will also be home. This is for... um, uh, This is something I had to look into because I had to make sure I read it correctly. Uh, Will also become the home for all WWE shows and specials Outside of the U.S., meaning outside of the country where you don't get Peacock. Like, uh, not only will you get Raw, but you'll get SmackDown. You'll get NXT and the premium live events. But that's if you can't get Peacock out there, wherever you may be. Um, Now, Mark Shapiro, the uh, COO of TKO, uh, uh, had said, quote, This deal is transformative, end quote, and continues on by saying it marries the can't miss WWE product with Netflix's extraordinary global reach and locks in significant and predictable economies for many years. Our partnership fundamentally alters and strengthens the media landscape, uh, media landscape dramatically expands the reach of uh, WWE. And brings, I'm sorry, the dog was chewing something right next to us. Uh, and brings weekly live appoint, uh, appointment viewing to Netflix, end quote. 
the chief content, uh, the COO of Netflix, Bolera Bajera, had said, quote, we are excited to have WWE Raw with its huge and passionate multi-generational fan base on Netflix. Continues on by saying, by combining our reach, recommendations, and fandom with WWE, we'll be able to deliver more joy and value for their audiences and our members. Raw is the best of sports entertainment, blending great characters and storytelling with live action 52 weeks a year, and we're thrilled to be in this long-term partnership with WWE, end quote. Now, Nick Khan, WWE president, had said, quote, In its relatively short history, Netflix has engineered a phenomenal track record for storytelling. Continues on by, uh, concludes by saying, We believe Netflix, as one of the world's leading entertainment brands, is the ideal long-term home for WWE Live, loyal and ever-growing fan base. So, uh, if you've already got a Netflix account, good. If not, uh, better get one by next year or else you are not going to be uh, able to see Raw. Now, of course, if you aren't, it still are not able to see Raw, you can always come to us because we always give results. All right. Well, uh, what are your thoughts on that whole thing? Raw going to Netflix. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool if they kind of made that the new Peacock. But. Yeah. Because then we wouldn't have to pay for both Peacock and Netflix. Um, that That is a problem that a lot of people... I was seeing the comments on this when it was being posted yeah, on see. social media. Uh, a lot of people like, so not only am I paying for Peacock, but now i got to pay for Netflix. And uh, some people have already got Netflix and Peacock, and they're like, yeah, we got no problem with it. We're happy. Uh, other people are just... Flat out, like, um, because you've got Ring of Honor having a streaming show, a, a weekly streaming show. You've got uh, TNA that is going to be streaming their pay per views now. Uh, AEW doesn't have a streaming service. New Japan Pro Wrestling has a streaming service. And now WWE has a streaming service through Peacock. So. A lot of people are going to be getting frustrated here. Like, I'm paying so much money on streaming. They need it's like paying for cable, basically. So honestly, we'll see what happens because I also saw a report that there's not going to be any commercial breaks at all during Raw. So that's three hours straight of professional wrestling. Now they may throw in their little ads of previews of pay-per-views and stuff coming up, but that's pretty much it. There's no commercial breaks whatsoever. So it's like watching a pay-per-view over and over and over. Unless if they go to Netflix, they may take away that third hour, which would be honestly great because you could put a great deal into two hours and not stretch it out. But that's my opinion. All right. Well, um, it's going to be close to about that time to where we go ahead and get ready to head out of here. I mean, we got... Dynamite happening next week, or not next week, tomorrow. We've got Dynamite happening tomorrow where uh, you've got uh, Adam Copeland in a big match. And um, 
Of course, you've got uh, the acclaimed defending their six um, their six man tag their trios tag titles up against uh, the Mogul Embassy. So Mogul Embassy loses their Ring of Honor six man tag titles, but then sees the acclaimed. Don't know. We may see um, may see the Bang Bang Scissor Gang in action. All six men. So looking forward to that. All right, so we're going to do our uh, follower shout-out, uh, and we're going to send a shout-out to Mr. JLD, Just Laying Down. Uh, he provides w He's a WWE content creator. He's a G Fuel ambassador. Uh, there is an email link there, a Gmail uh, link, as well as some other links to his social media accounts. Um, I've been seeing quite a few of his videos, and they're very informative. Uh, I got to give it to him. I mean, I like content creators uh, that are professional wrestling of wrestling fans and just viewing or just expressing their love and passion for a, uh, a genre or a thing of entertainment that we all enjoy. And that's professional wrestling. I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, but yes, check him out. He's um, you just go into the search bar and TikTok and just type in just laying down or jld uh check him out and uh let him know that cross promo show sent you all right well chris how did you feel about the everything that everything that's been going on uh so far this week with um we, and we're only two days into the week too we still got three day or four days if you count collision as well as royal rumble um then, of course, you got SmackDown coming up. It's the go-home SmackDown before uh, the next night, which is the Royal Rumble. And um, I believe that that's that pretty much sums it up. How do you feel about the rest of uh, what we've accomplished so far in these two days, news-wise, too? I think it's kind of funny that we had two pieces of uh, big news uh, with WWE. We had the new 2K game stuff, and we had the netflix deal. i'm i'm kind of wondering what's going to happen tomorrow now what news is going to break tomorrow i mean are we going to have them split the tag titles now the the men's tag titles are we going to have a new women's division title mid-card title i mean who's who's to say i mean and then today also wwe to merge with aew that that would that be, would be that, crazy that would but uh, then crazy. also also breaking was Ava being the new general manager for NXT and the youngest uh, in WWE history as far as general managers go. Uh, all in all, so far, two days, pretty good. Looking forward to uh, Dynamite tomorrow night to see what they've got to say because, I mean... Dynamite tomorrow night. Well, AEW, I mean, they've they're competing up against WWE, yes? then AEW is aware they've got WWE's putting out one of their main pay-per-views, big name pay-per-views this weekend. So you know their guys in the locker room are like, we've got to really step it up uh, on Dynamite, on Rampage, and especially on Collision. And FTR definitely is like, oh, don't worry, we got Collision. Because they're in yeah. that they're in that six man uh, tag match elimination cage tag match. 
that's going to be pretty huge. So looking forward to that one. All right. Well, that just about does it here for the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, if you guys want to find us out, we're on TikTok. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on X. That's formerly of Twitter. Um, you guys just follow us. Follow us. Ask us questions. Message us. Be more than happy to me- uh, message you guys back and have a conversation with you guys. Uh, we're working on... Uh, we we do have a Discord. If you guys ever want to drop a message with us. I'm not familiar with Discord, but Chris is more familiar with Discord than I am. Uh, Chris, where can they find us on with our email? crosspromopod at gmail.com alright well uh, I hope you guys had so far have an exciting two days we got a lot to come uh, to come up with uh, also stay tuned uh, stay close to our TikTok because we're going to be giving our predictions for Royal Rumble as far for the cross promo show goes I'm Kevin I'm Chris we, we gone, gone. Looking a little bit sleepy over there. Uh. A little tired? Yeah. Yeah, you suddenly remembering what you did, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. You punched me in the eye. But at least I was able to see the, the picture, Figgy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to wait till you go to sleep, son. I've, I've done many tricks. I've got a ton of shaving cream. And I can get a bowl of hot water, too. Make you pee the bed. You better just sleep with one eye open.